Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Mum, a podcast where I'll share all things health, female and of course, mum. So whether you're hiding in the bedroom away from the kids, switching off on your commute to work with a coffee or trying to get the baby to sleep on a buggy walk, I hope this helps and enjoy. Hello, my beautiful people. How are we all doing? Welcome back. If you're tuning in now for the fourth time, I'm here for you. Uh, If you're new and you've just found me, hello, my name's Kaylee, and I am hoping that you stick around for the rest of this podcast, because this week, I promise, is going to be a bit more lighthearted. So on this week's episode, I am talking all things motherhood again. And as much as this is lighthearted, um, there is an element of sort of negativity I want to get out there. And I'm sure a lot of other fellow mums are going to feel feel this too. But I just really wanted to be really open and honest um, with how I'm finding motherhood. Personally, I am a first time mum. My child is one. She's been one now for two months. And, you know, I think I'm in a position now where I can safely say what my views and opinions are without feeling too judged. (laughs) Um, I've kind of been in it long enough to know, but yet not long enough um, in certain other ways. But, you know, I just really wanted to be honest today and dig deep and just basically share with you my love and my hate for being a mum. So this episode is called What I Love and Hate About Being a Mum. Now, I want to start with the negatives. I want to start with the cons that I have personally found about being a mum. And then I really want to dig nice and deeply into what I love. You know, I don't want this to be a complete negative podcast. um, But I'm sure fellow mummies listening to this are going to relate to everything I say. And I would love to hear your thoughts and your experiences. I'm sure you've got things to add as well. So my first thing that I hate about being a mum is never being able to switch off. Like, I don't remember the last time I just had a moment where I, or 10 minutes, should I say, where I've not thought about the silliest little things whether it's you know what I'm gonna make my little one for dinner or I wonder you know she's at nursery I wonder if she's napped well today I wonder how she is or you know just constant thinking and you know I I definitely think going back to work helped um in a way because which is why for me going back to work was really important and I want to do another podcast going into being a working mum uh, and going into that and, and my experience and my opinion again opinion um of that but I personally think that the first 12 months which I had the whole year maternity leave with with her I just I just really struggled to have just a moment where I wasn't thinking about being a mum and what I was doing you know, next, whether it was from cooking to cleaning to where I've got to go, what I've got to buy, what I've got to do, to, you know, tracking everything from her sleep to feeding. Like, I've been using an app. I actually still am using an app, but not anywhere near as much now. But especially at the beginning, I use an app, which I actually really enjoyed because I'm a little bit of a 
organized freak when it comes to sort of managing life like I say with meal plans I love meal planning and I love you know having everything listed so I think for me that was quite important to do but at the same time I also think that contributed to me genuinely not switching off at all because every minute of every day I'm just constantly in this you know mum mode and you know I really struggled initially to kind of get to grips with that and I think going back to work definitely helped lay that off a little bit and it, giving me a little bit more of my independence and being able to switch off you know when I'm focusing on something work related I do think that's definitely helped but even then am I really switching off no I don't think you ever do switch off like you know even down to me I was in a client meeting last week and I had to have my phone with me because if the nursery calls it's me this, this is on you know it's I'm the one who would you know be taking this phone call I'm the one who would have to go to the nursery and get her if something's wrong it's you know a lot of this is on me so you know I'm sitting there in this meeting constantly thinking is my phone gonna go off ironically no jokes my phone actually did go off within about 15 minutes in the meeting and it was the nursery and just to clarify my little one's absolutely fine she's had a little incident with her head you know it's a, it's a common thing that I get phone calls on the regular now about her bumping her head now she's trying to walk um <laughs> but yeah it just even then it, it's it's just 24 7 it's just non-stop you know even in the night you know sleeping she sleeps through the night but I will still wake up and I'm staring at the monitor I'm checking if she's breathing I'm like just constantly just it's just ongoing my next point is now I don't know if this everyone will necessarily relate to the extent of what I'm gonna say but having no freedom now if you've got like a really good support network or as in not necessarily good support network but people that are available a lot of the time you know if you've got you know people that could be on hand whenever you need them to come and babysit whether it's an hour whether it's half day you know whatever it is okay fine you might not necessarily feel this as much as someone like myself does but I genuinely don't have freedom I don't have that flexibility like you know they do say you know on a mum basis that the mum's lives change so much more than the dads and I do agree with that like don't get me wrong I, I don't think it's fair to sit here and say you know their lives haven't haven't changed of course they have and I think you know a lot of the time if you're going by a typical you know everyday mum and dad situation here where the, the dad probably feels more financial pressure and you know that he's got to provide for his family you know that there's differences there and there's stuff that they struggle with but in terms of just that general like freedom of just being able to go do what you want whatever you want you do not have it at all as a mum you know like my other half for example if he messaged me not that he ever does but if he messaged me and said oh I'm going to go for drinks after work tomorrow that he would be able to do that and it wouldn't be a you know he wouldn't need to think oh no can I go out for drip because actually I've got to look after he, he wouldn't think of that in any way shape or form whereas me like I got invited for like a work social you know in a few weeks time and the, the initial thing I thought was I can't go I don't have anyone to look after my little one that's the, the, the first thing that comes out of my head is I don't have anyone to look after her so you know it's those little things that I think you take for granted before you have a child I do definitely think you take for granted I definitely probably thought I, you know took it for granted but you just can't get up and go you know like if I just I don't know I was having a bad day whether I'm with her here whether I'm working whatever it is I can't just like pick my stuff up and 
I'm going to go off for an hour and just go for a walk or I'm just going to go and have a shower and wash my hair and have a face mask and then a whole hour pampering session listened into some ASMR relaxing sounds like it's not quite the same you like have to schedule everything in like even washing my hair I have to schedule in like a time and and it's just yeah it's not the enjoyable part of motherhood um I'm definitely finding it better as she's getting older and I think that that issue is definitely going to become less and less you know the older they become everything's a lot easier like everything but yeah that's definitely for me been something difficult that I've had to try and adjust to another really key one is being lonely and it's crazy because before I had my one I you know most most of my friends actually have children so I think you know I was going into this journey thinking well I've got lots of mum friends so this is going to be great like if anything I'm going to have more and more in common with them you know and have you know more and more meetups with them because you know we've all got kids and actually I have found it the polar opposite like I barely see anyone um and I completely understand why you know why that is like there's no blame here at all like I still love my friends but it's just it's crazy how being a mum with fellow mum friends becomes the opposite thing like you actually just genuinely don't see any of each other you barely get that moment to breathe and it's for all different reasons because you're all on different circuits like whether or not your child is even the same age every child is different and there's always going to be something you know whether it's as simple as you arrange to meet up and one of the kids are ill that's a common one you know or you know I don't know one of them was up all night hasn't slept very well their whole nap routine in the day is probably going to go out the window so you're just anxious and think oh no I don't want to go anywhere I want to you know just stay put that's another one or you just feel crap that's another one and that's let alone all the little bits and pieces in between whether or not you know your work schedule and their nursery schedule and you know all all of that stuff fits fits in it's just mad how it's just so difficult to even just meet up with a friend for a coffee it is not easy it's just not like that it's even little things like soft play you know like i think you know other people will understand this but like you think soft play and think oh my god great i just meet up with all my mum friends we go soft play it's that great but if you've got you know like mine's one and i've got a friend with a three-year-old they can't be in the same area at soft play one's down one part and the other's in the other part so that doesn't work <laughs> it's just all these things that i didn't know um going into this and uh, you know let alone as i've just touched on all the other you know unfortunate parts of being you know being a mum and being a parent and all of these things it's just really it really is lonely and even just dropping a message to a friend like I've always been so good like with responding really quickly to people and you know I don't leave people on red and whatever now being a mum's completely different like my brain is like mum brain you know and I'll half read a message I'm not really absorbed it properly because Skylar's just like you know got food everywhere and I'm trying to clear her up or she's you know getting a bit upset because she's tired and I'm trying to deal with that while listening to someone's voice note so I've had to put pause on it and then I forget to go and revisit it and all these things just it just doesn't help um 
And you do, you just have those moments where you just think, I'm just so alone, when actually, complete opposite, you're not alone. There's so many other people in exactly the same position as you. Um, and just to make you all feel better, that that is just facts. The one thing I do recommend that I did at the beginning was um, sign up to the Peanut app, because I did find um, the Peanut app really helpful for finding people on the exact same journey as you, like from pregnancy to like, you know, you're having your baby within two weeks to living down the road from you and I did find that really helpful in the beginning especially in the beginning um, and even now I've got a little network of peanut mums that we go to children's centres every now and again we don't see loads of each other really rarely but we're in like a whatsapp group where we'll all share bits and pieces and you know that's definitely helped um, but you know aside from that it, it can just be really isolating so my recommendation for anyone on that that is struggling is definitely to have a look at the peanut app because i I laughed at first when I first knew about this app being like the Tinder for mums, but actually, jokes aside, it's really, really useful. Um, just really useful for socialising and networking with local mums in the exact same stage of motherhood as you. Now, this one, I'm not perfect at, not great at it, never have been. Don't like it. I know many people don't like it, but I think from becoming a mum, from being on maternity leave, being at home all the time, feeling this pressure of it, but also even now being back at work, working remote, is cleaning. Like, I feel like all I do is clean the kitchen. Like, not I'm not even talking about other rooms and, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not perfect. And, you know, I've never been a great cleaner and I'm not going to sit here and pretend I am. I'm just not. And I've never been passionate. I tried the whole Mrs. Hinch vibe like some years ago and you know bought this cleaning stuff and was like yeah I'm gonna change my life I'm gonna be organized but yeah it doesn't didn't really last long it's not a passion you gotta be passionate about this sort of thing but since becoming a mum I just find I'm just in this kitchen all the goddamn bloody time like I love cooking I've always loved cooking and don't get me wrong I still enjoy cooking to an extent but I have definitely started to lose my passion for it and I think it's a mixture of things but I think partly it's probably just because I am in the kitchen so, so much like I am cooking and I'm cleaning like constant like three times a day and then some and I think it just gets to that point where you just think oh like I'm done like I'm just over this and I don't I don't really know anyone really that's probably going to come back and say they enjoy cleaning I mean if you do hats off to you like you deserve a gold medal like because please I, I'm not about that cleaning life so now I am on to the loves and what I love about being a mum and there was so many things kind of going through my head when I was writing notes for this podcast and I'm sure you'll all agree there are more loves than hates to being a mum but I wanted to start by I think the first thing for me that I really love is just being needed and being wanted I've feel like I didn't realise how much of a void I had until I had my one. Um, And, you know, she lights up my whole world. Like, I look at her and think, wow, like, you really need me. Like, and, and when I say needed, I mean in so many ways. Like, physically and emotionally and you know, my strength, you know, and what, what I do on a day-to-day basis and, you know, everything is to provide for this person who looks up to you and relies on you and 
I think one of my fondest little memories from a few weeks ago is, you know, um, she's always kind of, whenever something's wrong, whether she's tired or she's hungry or she's in pain, like she'll always crawl over to me. She'll always crawl over to mummy and, you know, but but she's upset and she's kind of crying and she'll try to hold me or whatever. Okay, fine. But the other day she was in a really lovely mood, but she was just so affectionate. And I was sitting on the floor and all she kept doing was coming over to me, really happy, just hugging me and laying her head on my chest. And she just kept doing it. And I just looked at her and I thought, oh my God, this is like a milestone that I don't think anyone ever said to me was a thing. And didn't realise it was a thing until this moment. And I'm thinking, wow, you just love me and you, you just need me right now. In this moment in time, you really need me. And even though I ranted about cooking and doing all this, you know, when I see her little face light up, when I give her something that I've made and she's eating it and she's enjoying it, and I just think, again, like, you need me for this. Like, no one else can do this for you. <laughs> you know I get it she gets fed at nursery fine she enjoys it but the point is having someone just want you and rely on you is a big big responsibility don't get me wrong it's a huge responsibility but for me personally I'm I've always been that person who loves looking after people and I think having a child is just that hole in my heart that was always missing until now the next thing is having a best friend for life. Like, I've gone over friendships in a previous podcast, you know, don't get me wrong, I've got some amazing friends now, you know, that I've had around for a long time and, you know, whatever, but um, knowing that I've got this person who I'm never, no matter what, losing and they will always have me in return. Like, we will be so close like I I just I know that we will and I will hope that I'll always be that person that she'll want to come to and share you know any of her problems as well as all the positives in her life I want her to feel so open and have that level of friendship with me as well as me being a mum but like to see me as a friend where she can sit and really confide in me about absolutely anything she wants to and not feel like she's going to be judged and but at the same time that we can have a laugh and we can, you know, go out and do things together, whether it's from childhood and playing together to when she's a bit bigger and we go on a shopping trip together and, you know, I help her buy her first bras and, you know, all these things are just, I love now, but I look forward to just developing, just developing this lifelong friendship. Also, love all of the firsts the milestones like from the very beginning to when she first smiled to when she cut her first tooth to when she started rolling around when she started crawling to now where she's starting to walk and and like her little personality coming out where she you know she now waves and all these things are just so exciting and just to see all these firsts in your child and thinking wow like my child is just amazing like I just look at her and I'm sure we all do and you just think that your child is the most intelligent amazing beautiful funny character that you'll ever meet in your life we all we all think that right I mean I'm sure we do and it's just such an an amazing feeling to have like and there's no other feeling like it when you're you're seeing all these things for the first time and you're experiencing things with them for the first time. Like the first time 
you know we took her to a farm when she when she starts to understand animals and she's just fascinated like I love seeing that and her reaction to ice cream when we gave her ice cream for the first time and seeing a little face light up and it's just all these things no one can ever fully get you to understand no matter how much to talk about it until you're going through it and you're feeling all those emotions and last but by no means least I'm sure everyone even those that are not mums or dads will understand this there is no better sound or vision than a child laughing or smiling like when she smiles or laughs it is just the most beautiful infectious amazing thing I could ever hope for to feel and it doesn't have to be me doing something funny or making her you know smile it could be you know her dad's doing something she could be watching something on the tv or she's found something her cousin's doing really funny and just laughs it's just that moment knowing that she's happy she's content she's enjoying herself and it just comes from pure innocence and it's just so so lovely to to experience um and that's just never going to get old like her smiling and laughing is never going to get old now today's quote was quite difficult to try and find something that incorporated the love-hate relationship of being a mum but I found this really short and sweet statement that I quite liked and it's I realised at some point that I didn't hate being a mum I hated trying to be the mum that I thought I would be and that is actually quite spot on like I, I haven't really thought of it like that before and you know I think we all picture this person that we want to be when we're a mum and that we're going to be perfect you know raising our children and you know it's okay to to not be perfect and it's okay to sometimes have a moment where you need to go and hide in the bathroom for whatever reason or it's okay to give them some fish fingers and chips for dinner it's okay you know if there are moments where you think you know what it's a tv day and and they can have screen time all these things i think that we all like are built to avoid and you know you think I'm going to be this perfect mum and I'm going to do all these things in the perfect way and it's just not it's not even slightly accurate and I think that contributes to a lot of the hate you know like let's just start embracing not being perfect mums let's just be there for our kids but equally you've got to look after yourself because if you don't look after yourself then there ain't no way you're going to be able to look after your child but on that note I am going to wrap up here we are done hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm hoping to hear from all of you. I really want to hear your thoughts and opinions, what you love, what you hate being a mum. And until next time, whatever time of day it is, morning, afternoon, evening, I hope you have a pleasant, pleasant week and weekend ahead. And keep on being you. Bye-bye.